0: There was so much power in the wave and I was just, felt like I was in a washing machine. You know, I was running out of air and I came up. The next wave was about to break on my head. So I only had maybe half a second to get some air. And I clearly remember that was one of those moments that I was like, all right, right now, you're in a tough situation. The ocean, you cannot control most of it. You can only control what you do and the choices that you make in those moments. And often you got to make sure they're the right ones.
1: (laughs) Do you sometimes find it tricky making decisions? When you are in a tight spot, weighing up the best thing to do can be really tough. I mean, do you stick or twist? Do you go with your intuition or spend time thinking every detail through? If this scenario sounds familiar to you, then stick with me because in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to take you on a journey that will help you develop more clarity when it comes to the decision-making process. I am Cédric Dumont and this is Mindset Win, the podcast from Red Bull featuring some of the world's top athletes, coaches and managers talking about the techniques they use to become great and stay great mindset win is about helping us apply those same techniques to different areas of our day-to-day lives in this episode we'll be talking about decision making and how you can improve the decisions you make and therefore improve your performance over time as well as being an experienced professional base jumper i'm also a high performance psychologist which means i got to spend time with extraordinary people from the world of sports, mentoring athletes to give them the mental edge and skills to achieve their goals and unleash their full potential. Coming up in this episode, we've got the leading light of Italian surfing, Leonardo Fioravanti talking about what it takes to become one of the best surfers in the world. And at the end of this episode, there is a simple exercise I'll take you through that will help you improve your powers of decision making. Leonardo Fioravanti is one of the most consistent performers on the World Surfing League. He started surfing age 4. And everyone could immediately see how talented Leonardo was. And at the age of 7, he started surfing internationally. Despite a serious injury in 2015 that almost brought his career to an end, just eight months later, Leonardo returned to surfing and became the very first Italian to win the under 18 world title. Leonardo progressed to surfing big waves and in 2021, went on to represent Italy at the Olympics.
0: My name is Leonardo Firavanti. I'm a professional surfer from Italy, and I'm 24 years old. Up in Italy, We don't get to surf every day, right? So this is where the excitement and the motivation of surfing any type of wave, I think is something that's helped me my whole career. And that's part of surfing. You know, so many times we compete in horrible waves and you have to adapt and be ready for anything. I think what was a pretty crucial one moment in the win that I had in Erisera was the semifinals. So the semi-final starts, I have a horrible start, start making bad choices, things seem not to go my way, my opponent gets a better score straight away, so he's leading the, the semis and there's about 12 minutes to go, I had no scores, I was like, okay, alright, this is where I have to find it in me. Being able to adapt, being able to find something and also knowledge of the spot helped, but I was catching every single wave from out the back and I was like, all right, I have to move to the inside and just get a score. So under his priority, I got a 7.5, went back out with six minutes to go and then got another seven. So that was a moment that I was able to, you know, turn a moment where things are not going your way, kind of hit a switch, hit a reset button and then be like, okay, it's not over yet. Don't get frustrated because that's another thing adapt to the conditions and use the knowledge that I had of the spot to make it happen. Happen, 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 happen. Today, with the experience and the years that I've had competing, I don't get frustrated during heats no matter what. I've learned that you have to you know, stay calm, whatever happens, whether you make mistakes. But of course, I've had to learn that. And that's the only way that you get to this state is from learning. And I've had plenty of heats where... Halfway through, I've started getting frustrated where maybe if I hadn't got frustrated, I would have uh, been able to turn the heat like I did in that semifinal. You have to put yourself in those positions many times before you're confident that you will not get frustrated and start making bad choices because you're acting on emotions. I found myself in so many scary situations. I try and stay calm, stay composed, and just kind of wait for the wave to go by or uh, find the right moment to pop back up and and, uh, get a breath of air before the next one comes. (laughs) A year or two ago, I was in Tahiti uh, surfing Chopu, which is one of the best but heaviest waves in the world. And I went on the first wave and I fell off on the takeoff. And I remember there was so much power in the wave and I was just, felt like I was in a washing machine. And I barely came up, you know, I was running out of air and I came up, the next wave was about to break on my head. So I only had maybe half a second to get some air. And then when the wave broke on me, I just, again, into a washing machine, like arms, every legs, everything going everywhere. In those moments, it's hard to maintain the breath, keep keep the air in you because you're just getting just pushed and compressed from every direction. And I clearly remember that was one of those moments that I was like, all right, right now, you're in a tough situation. The ocean, you cannot control most of it. You can only control what you do and the choices that you make in those moments. And often you gotta make sure they're the right ones. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, I want to be able to enjoy this. I don't want to travel uh, to Australia and then if I lose straight away, then I hate that place because I lost. I want to make sure that I enjoyed what I do, that I collect memories all around the world and whether I go somewhere and I win or I lose the first round, I want to make sure that I made the most out of that trip and made the most out of uh, those moments that I was there.
1: As Leonardo just said, bad results doesn't dictate the trip and the pleasure. So always think about enjoyment and and collecting memories. But it's not because you have bad results somewhere that you should have a negative view on this place or the people. Another interesting point, and I can really relate to that, is that the excitement to surf any type of wave. Leonardo is from Italy. It's not the best place to start surfing i'm from belgium we have the same problem i think it's even worse but it's a great way to adapt and be ready for whatever kind of wave you have on tour growing up in italy we
0: don't get to surf every day right so this is where the excitement and the motivation of surfing any type of wave i think is something that's helped me my whole career
1: and then finally staying calm and really composed whatever happens is something you can really learn and train because if you don't stay calm, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to go into a negative thinking pattern and you're going to eventually make bad choices. So stay calm, whatever happens.
0: You're in a tough situation, the ocean, you cannot control most of it. You can only control what you do and the choices that you make in those
1: moments. And often you got to make sure that the right ones. (laughs) We've heard Leonardo speak about how achieving your top performance is really based on the right decisions, often made under pressure and sometimes in a split second. And Leo also makes the point that it's crucial not to let your emotions cloud your judgment when making decisions. Now it would be wrong to think of emotions as the enemy of decision-making, it's well-known Our most basic emotions evolve to help us make quick choices in life-threatening situations. For example, fear leads to flight or fight. Disgust leads to avoidance. Every emotion has a function. But the key thing to understand is that if you try to make choices under the influence of an emotion, it will almost certainly affect the outcome and not always in a good way. One study I think is quite telling comes from researchers at the University of Chicago who found that consumers who were feeling angry were most likely to opt for the first thing they were offered rather than considering other alternatives. That's just one of many examples of emotions having a significant impact on the way we make decisions. So how can we get to grips with our emotions and make sure they don't get in the way of our decision-making process? Well, the first step is to find out what kind of a decision-maker you are. This time, I've got a two-stage exercise for you. And in this first part, you're gonna discover what really drives your decision-making. Are you mostly driven by rational or emotional thinking? I want you to think of two decisions you've made lately, one that should feel easy, the kind of choice we're faced with every day, and one that felt quite difficult, a bit bigger, where the consequences are a bit more long-term. The examples could come from anywhere, from choosing what you should wear in the morning, which way you should take to work, or what course you should study at college or university. Take a couple of minutes to think about those easy and hard decisions now. Once you've done that, I want you to consciously assess your process. What do you think made those decisions easy or hard? While you were making your choice, what was your mood? Did you feel happy or sad? Were you stressed? Anxious? Was it a big concern how others might react to your decision? How realistic do you think your concern was? If you wore your new shoes to work, would your co-workers really care that much? Or would they even notice? Moving on to the harder decision of where to study or switch jobs, was your choice just about the course or the workplace, how suitable it was, how motivated you were? Or was your decision affected by how you felt at the time? When we're trying to make a decision, understanding our ways of thinking allows us to see and separate our emotions and then actively seek more rational or fact-based decisions. So let's move on to the second part of the exercise learning to make the right decisions. This involves you becoming more aware of your own behavior or tendencies. For example, are you overly concerned about what others think of you? Do you tend to be risk averse? Recognizing your own weaknesses will help you to avoid reacting in a rash way. So I want you to think of a decision you need to take. But before you even start thinking about the choice you're going to make, The first step is to calm yourself down by saying something positive, like, I can do this. No, I want you to focus on the decision and make it solely based on what you think is right. Consider the facts. The university open day was warm and sunny, but the weather is not going to be like that every day. And the course may not be the subject you're truly passionate about. Are you sure it's the right one for you? And finally, I want you to trust your own advice. Believe in your ability to have clearly weighed up the options. Now take the leap and make your choice. If you practice this approach, it will help you acknowledge and separate your emotions, allow you to be more rational or fact-based and will put you in a good mindset for making better decisions. And that's it for another episode. Thank you for listening. I'm Cédric Dumont. And whatever you decide, don't forget to join me next time for another Mindset Win episode. And in the meantime, leave me a message or a review, follow, subscribe, and spread the word. See you soon.